Hi, this is Jessie, your host, and welcome to a new episode of Marketing Talks. Today, we have a very special guest with us, Tina Ruth. Hello, Tina. Hi, Jessie. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. You are most welcome at OSB. And today, I'm so excited because we're going to cover a topic that is really interesting, which is how businesses can make social media a better place and since you've been in the field for more than 20 years you are a marketing consultant and university lecturer we want to hear everything about this topic but first i would like to ask you when we say businesses are we talking about corporations or influencers or smes maybe we're talking definitely about all all of them all of them okay great and uh, it's about the corporation and it's about uh, the personal brands or also called influencers. Okay. They were born actually uh, with the social media era yeah. and the term didn't exist before. before. And by influencer, I know that today we call anyone influencer with uh, a significant amount of uh, impact on social media. But initially, the right definition of an influencer is someone sharing an authentic side of their life with a certain community of followers. Okay, so it's a, so we can consider influencers as, as, a, as a brand, right? Yeah, it's a personal yes. brand. Okay, perfect, perfect. And okay, so let's see why social media became a top priority as a communication channel for all those businesses. Well, the, for the past decades, we can say that marketing is the industry with uh, which has witnessed the biggest revolution with the internet and social media. Yes. And um, like any novelty, we want to jump on it and it has succeeded because social media, unlike any other communication medium, gave this beautiful gift to brands and businesses having the ability to do a conversation live with their dream customers. Mm. So it wasn't possible before. You cannot have a discussion through a billboard or a TV ad or um, even a pop-up shop if you do not have access to all your community at once. So before it was passive, we can consider it passive, and now it's more active and a two-way conversation. Yeah, it's a two-way conversation. Definitely is the right word. Perfect, perfect. Okay, so um, what is the impact of social media on business sales? So you said they gave them, social media gave them this gift. So can we say, are they just focusing on social media because they're getting a return on their investment there, whether it's time or the content? I love, your, I love your question because um, actually um, the sales depend on uh, the type of content and the strategy that you have on social media. Okay. What I am seeing in general is that businesses are treating social media instagram facebook and others like a sales media and not a social media ah, so they're just saying buy our products buy our products buy our products all the time kind of it's very commercial okay and uh, we are missing the point of social media because being social is about building relationship yes. which is the whole purpose of modern marketing so building relationship um, it, you have to um, be patient when it comes to attracting your dream customer. Yeah. Your customer is a person which needs to be informed, which needs to engage, trust, and then invest 
in your product or service. And the higher the price, the more time it requires to uh, have sales. But unfortunately, we are we lack patience and we're like, okay, so when I open or when I do this Instagram strategy or Facebook strategy, when will I start to sell? It's like asking when you meet someone, when will we become friends or uh, when will we get married? married. <laughs> I mean, it depends on so many things. You have this whole process to go through. So they don't have just to sell on social media. What you're saying is maybe cool down a little bit, sell a little bit, but also maybe be educational or entertaining from the other part? In a, ge- in a general way, but under this, we go through so many details, meaning if you treat your brand like a person, if we are talking about relationship. Yes. For example, you, Jesse, you are more than Lebanese, a beautiful woman, tall with... Uh, <laughs> Thank uh, you. Uh, black eyes, you are more than this. You are your personality, your character, your background, your story, your childhood. It's the same for brands, meaning that in order to invest in you, the dream customer must know if um, you are serving their needs, if uh, you understand them, if you genuinely care for them. They want to know what is the production process. They want to know who is the team behind it. What is the after sale about? So, It's about sharing and proving behind the screen that everything that is about your brand is true and trustworthy. Mm -hmm. This is the big challenge. Okay. Otherwise, it will be like uh, lying. So we can consider businesses, they have a responsibility on social media towards maybe the vulnerable or the young generation. What do you think? I wouldn't say they are lying. I would say they are missing the whole purpose of what social media is about. Okay. So, okay. So they're like exaggerating. No, they are, I would say it's being very superficial Mm. and, and they are not understanding why it's not working. It's not about copying what another brand, sometimes they tell me, yeah, but this brand is so successful. And what they do on Instagram is exactly that like we're doing it. Okay. But Uh. they didn't start at the same time. It wasn't the same brand environment. It wasn't, uh, uh, they are not doing the same job on site. So uh, mm-hmm. let's say, for example, if a big brand uh, uh, joined now uh, Instagram, if they are al- already famous from TV or the cinema or radio, they would get, uh, depending on, uh, let's say, the states, they would get millions of followers because they are already uh, very famous. But mm-hmm. if you are a new brand, it's not the same. If you are working differently on the ground, it's not the same. It's a whole environment that's different. Okay. So let's get to the essence of our main topic today. How can businesses make social media a better place? Can we maybe just say it in a bullet points or go straight forward to the topic? Yeah, well, actually, this is a very, very modern and hot topic 2023 uh, yes. because social media has served and is serving so much yes. businesses, but also like anything, there are pros and cons. Yes. I love this word, two words actually, balance and limits. Okay. The thing is, nothing is 100% positive or 100% negative. We just have to always focus on the added value and the good that we are giving to the community and the world. Okay. And when it comes to making social media a better place, in terms of 
businesses as corporate yeah. brands, I would say caring. Caring meaning being genuinely interested in what the dream customer wants, uh. taking the time, not being obsessed with this, okay, I'm going to post and say that I have the best quality and it's uh, um, refund is okay and whatever, and that's it. It's so much more than that. Mm. It's about how you make your dream customer feel. How do they want to feel? Mm. Do you really know what they take into consideration to decide whether they buy from you or not? Ah. It's so much more than quality and being trendy and being comfortable. Any brand selling dresses, for example. So many could say, I sell quality dresses and I sell something that's comfortable and 100% cotton. But... It's so much more than that to attract someone, mm -hmm. to feel that they are part of your story and they relate to you. To you. And uh, this is in terms of, of businesses working on their content, and it could only be done through a very well-targeted social media strategy. Yes. Now, when it comes to um, the influencers, yes. which are also a big uh, part of this social media Definitely. world Definitely. and this uh, business, um, I would say that TikTok, influencers on TikTok yes. are a great example of what it is like to take authenticity to the next level. Okay. And when it comes to the Instagram influencers, which have done a great job, it is time to also uh, drop these filters for the ones who are still using it. Um, it's true that no one wants to see if you're fighting with your husband. No need to put on this live camera and, uh, you know, to sound authentic. No one wants to see that. But this 100% polished life, <laughs> when everything is perfect and glittery and Shine. Cinderella, we're a bit past this. So it would be also beautiful to share your struggles and how you overcome them yes. to share what you've been through and how you overcame them only if it makes sense, sense to, your to your audience and in this mission and authentic side of their life that you're sharing. Only that. If you do not feel like doing it, don't do it. Because when you are doing it, you have to sound okay with that. Really, yeah. And so what about those collaborations between brands and influencers? How usually... Uh, how do you usually do they choose each other or well based um, on the audience i i can't say i can speak for what uh, how i work with my clients since uh, i've done so many collaborations uh, with uh, for my clients yes um i i can speak only on how i work so it's always ask i always ask what is your business objective and how can the campaign serve this business objective. Okay. If it's about awareness, we have to look at the number of followers, the objective of the campaign, and um, the budget also, because there have to be some consequent budget to it. Yeah, I heard some influencers are charging huge amounts of money just for one post and one story. 
it depends. There isn't like a sort of ranking. There isn't something like between X number of follower and X number of follower, they charge this much or this much. Everybody's charging as they feel since it's a service. Uh, so okay. when you go to ask for a service, yes. uh, this uh, a person won't take as much as this person. Yes. Sometimes it's justified. Sometimes it's not. Okay. But it depends on uh, uh, so depends on this on this budget, and uh, we have the chance to have these metrics to work around them. If we want to talk about um, trust, we have to look at the engagement of the the influencers. Uh -huh. So thanks today to so many uh, tools, tools and online that we yeah. are using, we are using the engagement tool to also help beat this uh, buying fake followers uh, mm. uh, issue and frustration for the uh, people who have never bought fake followers and feel frustrated by brands going only towards uh, people with high followers. We yes. are today using most of the time this engagement calculation to make sure that this influencer will be serving the brands yeah. and the campaign's objective because I'm all about results oriented yeah. for the influencer and for, for the, uh, brand. the brand. This okay. is very important. And if it, when it comes to sales, the promo code is very helpful. Clicking on this link is very helpful. So everything is tracked. We yeah. can, but everything needs to be set up in advance to know where we're going. Okay, great. So is there any collaboration between a brand and an influencer that you recall and that you loved? And um, you feel it served the brand and the audience of the influencer? Well, um, I have worked with um, tens of developed tens of collaboration for uh, the brands I worked with. It was with uh, people in politics, it was people in fashion, it was uh, Gen Z's, it was uh, students in schools, um, it was uh, women uh, who are in uh, business and very influential. So I really targeted many, many uh, fields. I have the chance to work with so many uh, influencers. Um, in order not to uh, play uh, favorite with uh, my clients and the campaigns that I worked uh, on, I'm going to... Yes. Uh, talk about my favorite campaign, which was done abroad. Okay. So uh, L'Oréal in 2022, building on this, uh, making the social media world a better place, they have worked on this uh, lessons of worth with their women brand ambassadors. So we are talking about Eva Longoria, we are talking about Kate Winslet, and each of them has told the story about how I'm worth it. Okay. Je le vaux bien, which has been the slogan for L'Oréal since forever, served them and empowered them in their life. And the Kate Winslet is my favorite, her testimonial, because she was engaging with the person watching, telling her to stand up, go, watch uh, herself in the mirror, talk to herself. And she was also at the same talking about how it's at the end, maybe she's a star, but at the end, the makeup, the makeup comes off. And she was removing. at the same time removing her makeup. Ah. And you could see like her with raw. Nice. And I just love how empowering and authentic this was. That's nice.
that's nice. Listen, I know you don't want to mention any influencer who's <laughs> your favorite and so forth, but you mentioned uh, some uh, influencers who look real and who talk about their own struggles and how they overcame them. Is there anyone in particular that, it doesn't have to be your favorite, but uh, like we can give an example uh, of, of an influencer who focused on this topic maybe, uh, not just in Lebanon, maybe in the MENA region as well? I'm going to talk uh, uh, about uh, actually the first one that I recall as Lebanese who tackled this authenticity. And it's Nur Arido. Yeah. We all love her. Yeah. And, um, I love her as well. Nur is subject and could be subject to uh, more attacks than someone else because, you know, the higher the success. Yeah. And talking about the fact that nothing can be 100% positive. Success, with great success comes great responsibility, which she approached by being, showing herself bare face with uh, what her face looks like when she's tired, what her face looks like when she's not wearing makeup, when she's not Photoshop. What, and she was also sharing from time to time uh, when she was bullied in school yeah. or uh, and she shared also how she got bullied by being authentic oh. so imagine like you're bullied when you're all glittery and you're also bullied when you show your you're bare really face and she said that i will never stop sharing my struggles and sharing my authenticity just because i want to empower this young adults who are who were born in this social media era and who think that the world is so perfect it's not and we want to address these fragile minds who are still getting to know and uh, themselves and we want to tell them that no life is perfect and it's not okay to bully and it's okay to stand up for yourself and i i just love it of course karen wasn't also shared it. She lives the Lebanese who lives in Dubai. Also, we love her. And um, so these these girls um, were not ashamed of, of showing, showing their, their vulnerability. Yeah. Vulnerability. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> They're showing their true self yeah. with their families, with their kids. Yes. Uh, I remember also the campaign of Dove, and I think it's still ongoing. They want to they want to show women with their own skin. Uh, and they did a campaign showing different ladies with different skin tones. Uh, so the 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 focus on on people uh, to show themselves their true selves is is um, is common. So it's not just L'Oreal, it's Dove and other brands. It's Lux now in Lebanon. Uh, I've seen their campaign with women, if you've seen it. Uh, so it's really nice. It's really nice. So it's like really here we're saying that, yes, some brands are already trying or uh, trying to make social media a better place through those uh, campaigns and those collaborations. I think Dove, because I teach it in uh, the <laughs> university, Dove were the pioneer when it comes to um, showing women with cellulite, showing women overweight, showing women with belly, along with women who had thinner bodies. Nice. So they were the pioneer with that. And I teach 
also I show a campaign that is like more than a decade old, but I just love it about the campaign of Dove. We uh, this um, so there is someone who worked in the police department in the states, and you know when you ha uh, he was an expert in sketching. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. Robot. yes, when somebody, when when uh, when you want to is trying to describe the criminal exactly. <laughs> so this guy he used to uh, uh, draw portrait robot and uh, when you're describing him. And what is beautiful in this? First, you don't know that it's Dove. Huh? Ah. So you have the guy coming and saying, "I I used to work in the police or FBI or whatever," and then you have one woman after another, and they tell her, describe yourself. And she's like, I have a chin that I don't really like. It's like this. My eyes are a bit sad. I have a, okay, not so bad hair. So they describe themselves, but not really in a very positive way. Ah, all of them. Ah. And, um, and this is how we usually are, you know. We wouldn't say, oh my God, my hair is so beautiful and my eyes and whatever. And you have someone else coming in and they tell her, this woman that you sat with in the waiting room, tell us, what does she look like? And she was describing her, but so much more positive. Her hair was like that. She, was, she, had, she had such a beautiful smile. She seemed so kind. And, and then we show for each woman, this is how you described yourself. And this is how the woman who saw you described you. And you could see ah. how the same person looked so much more beautiful when described by someone else. Ah. And how she uh, downgraded herself mm. when she was speaking of her. Nice. And then at the end, you have you saw the woman and you're like, everybody is shaking and you have tears in the student's eyes and tears in the women seeing themselves. And the guy saying, you should start to love yourself more. And she said, definitely, each one of her. And at the end, you have this beautiful slogan by Dov. That's a nice... Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. <laughs> no, don't cry. Um, you are... To give something, something about um, you are beautiful just the way you are or something. And then Dov. And this is so much more powerful. Such a beautiful example of a not commercial campaign. You don't need to say, I'm the best soap, the most creamy soap you or just the served the women what they needed to feel more confident to feel more beautiful that's nice so so it's like here today what we're doing is a kind of a reminder for businesses keep in mind your audience keep in mind uh, they need what do they need to what feel do they need? what do they need to win? why would you invest in a ten thousand dollar chanel bag and not in a ten thousand dollars xyz bag not because the quality and the design and everything. Okay, so why not buy a copy? They can copy the, maybe the quality, the design and so on. Because it's about how this brand makes you feel. It's about the woman behind it, this Coco Chanel woman. Who, uh, the woman who is so empowering, her story. It's about what she believed the woman could be. It's about what Chanel does to the community. It's, a, it's about this aura, this atmosphere, everything. And listen, do you think those brands, uh, for example, those big brands, do they have their own in-house team uh, or they work maybe with other agencies? So may, um, 
So is it really our message here to the brand itself or to the team who prepares their campaign? Well, at the end, it's the team and the one who has to approve it. Mm. Because um, there is, I think that what keeps businesses and people behind is fear. 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 Fear of testing. And in marketing, we have to test. It's, we have to. It's uh, because people get used to the same. Someone would tell me, Dior doesn't need advertising. They're already known. It's not true. With the level of uh, visuals that we see today and the quantity that we see that we're exposed to, you would forget a brand, even if it's worldwide known, if yeah. it, they didn't communicate, if they didn't present themselves when they are so uh, renowned differently. Today, we see a pop-up shop, um, Patisserie Prada. We see uh, Ralph Lauren restaurant. Why? Because they are so renowned that today they need to invite the customer to experience their brand and their story differently. So, to see, because the eye gets used to it. Imagine Polo Ralph Lauren only communicating all the time on this polo shirt, polo shirt, polo shirt. We would get bored very, very easily. Very quickly. Mm. Yes. And listen, uh, and listen. Uh, I have, a, I have one more thing to ask you. So we're focusing here on, on let's say more on social media. Is it because it's the only place or where people are spending most of their time? What about offline? What about the store experience? What about uh, um, maybe when they deliver a product? Maybe there's a message in the box or. Are we, aren't we focusing a lot on social media? Can those messages be maybe offline as well? Or at least, in, uh, sorry, in parallel? I love this question so much because so many thought that after COVID, there wouldn't be any more physical shops. They would, there wouldn't be any more anything else than the internet. We couldn't be any more far from the reality. We are human beings. We need to feel, to touch these five senses that we have. They need to be triggered. When it's social media, it's only about seeing. What about touching, smelling, tasting? Do we need to be triggered in all those ways. Yeah. And mainly it's human connections. So yes, the above the line and the below the line are still very much happening. The events, the pop-up shops, You have internet websites who only sell online, who do pop-up shops to get more physical and real with their community. Oh yeah. So TV is still here, billboard, but it's always about what's the business objective, yeah. what, who is the target audience, what is the problem that we are looking to solve through this marketing activity. Yeah. We can solve all problems at once. What do we want? Are we going through a crisis management? Are we going through a uh, um, trust issue? Are we looking to conquer a new market? It's everything needs to be tackled differently. Social media is not the only solution by far, but at least let's try to use it as it should be, as social. And ethically. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, uh, Tina, thanks so much for all those points of view. And I really enjoyed uh, our talk today. Uh, thanks for watching and listening and see you in the next one.